1: Good. Just, you know, cha- chaos walking. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> chaos walking. That's funny.
1: That's what I feel like. I just oh feel like I'm walking, walking chaos. In. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's Kristen so chaos, gosh Yeah.
2: Oh. I'm kidding. Oh, Why nice. do you feel that way?
1: <laughs> I don't – I just, you know, I just, like, just – I think sometimes, though, because we grew up in chaos, that like I create chaos oh, in my life. That's
2: pretty good insight because that's just what yeah. I'm used
1: to. But yeah, I just feel very chaotic lately. Just like, just with work, just life, just all the things, and just like I was telling y'all earlier, I just constantly feel like the world is ending. Just between like the news and like COVID and all, it's just feels like it's just constant negativity and constant it's chaos. It's like that
2: meme where she's like leaning yeah. forward and she's like, okay, what book of the revelation are we doing
1: today? Wait, yeah, I don't think I've seen yeah. that meme. It's really <laughs> funny.
2: I'm going to send it to
0: you. I've seen yeah. it. It
1: is funny. Is it? I need to look at it. She's like been over
0: like in ready position. Like, all right. We're yeah. On, what are we doing today? It's ready to go. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. There's just... Life is just heavy, I think, for anybody and everybody that's mm-hmm. living right now, yeah. and it's just hopefully a, a season, but I think the quote that we posted on on Insta this past week from Nightbird is just fitting. You know, it's like we can't wait until life isn't hard anymore to be happy, and I think that that just rings so yeah. true, and I also think it takes it takes work to get there you know it really does
1: it's hard because even reading that I was like oh man (laughs) yeah I need to do that
0: but (laughs) that's interesting though for you personally I wonder if you kind of create more chaos even if it's only in your head because that's how your like mo is of functioning from childhood that would be an interesting thing to explore
1: I think partly, probably, I think when you're the fourth child, but maybe not even the fourth child, just in a family that just things, there's just so many moving parts and like everything, everybody has like a lot going on. And it's just like, I just remember growing up, it was just a lot of chaos, I feel like. Mm. And so I'm sure that that feels normal to me. And so Mm. if like life is not chaotic, I'm sure I like create chaoticness to feel normal quotation yeah. marks. I think yeah. – I don't know. I don't so. think
2: I've ha- I have like a lot of – I feel similar to you, Kristen, but I do feel like in this last year, I have changed a little bit in the way that I just have accepted God's journey for me. And I think there's a lot of freedom yeah. in that when you truly – like I think in the past, I might have thought I accepted God's journey for me, but I really don't think I truly – Genuinely, to like the deep depths of my soul, accepted his journey for me until this last year. And there's just a lot of freedom in that because then it doesn't, life doesn't feel chaotic as much, even though I do have a chaotic life right now with everything going on. Like, I do feel like I'm yeah. just kind of sitting still with things going crazy around me and I'm fine. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it.
1: I know. Well, I- and I feel similar to you. I think the issue for me now is I let myself feed into everybody else's chaos, right? So like whether it's clients, whether it's, you know, friends, what it's like they're feeling very, you know, stressed and chaotic and like I feed into that and yeah, that you take where on that
2: energy. I need
1: to learn Yeah, I need to get better at not taking on other people's energy and stress and chaos because it gets me to a place where I'm just like, I can't even function, you know? Well, Lauren, Um, I would say Lauren's really
2: a pro at this somehow. So maybe you could give us some of your wisdom, big sis.
0: (laughs) Well, I think what Kristen's describing is probably very relatable, especially right now. And so it was funny when Megan texted us asking what we wanted to talk about today. And I don't, I literally, I was on a job site working and I just didn't even put thought into it and inner peace just came to my, came to my head. So I feel like it's just a fitting topic and I'm no expert, but so all I can do is kind of share my experiences of what. Works for me.
1: Yeah. How do we get inner peace in such a non peaceful world? It seems lately.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, yeah. It's a very valid question. Sorry to
2: interject, but it's, I like to think about the world's never been peaceful. So I always think about like in history, like how did the people who did have peace, like how did they do it? Because I think we have to accept that it's never going to look like what we want it to look like, the world. It's just a broken Mm -hmm, world. Totally. Yeah. For sure.
1: But why is it just me or cuz I know the world has never been peaceful, right? Like in mm-hmm. when especially before we were even born, like World War II where all the wars and all the things. But I don't know why it why does right now feel just so like heavy. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, I guess if you're speaking comparatively to to history, I think just one I don't know one big thing is it's just in our face constantly and I think that True. it takes a lot of self-control and effort to keep that information and out of our face if that makes yeah, sense yeah so, I did read yeah.
2: somewhere where it's like you were we in history, they lived in their little world, their little village, you know, or wherever. And so like they knew about the problems there, but they didn't know the whole world's problems. And I, unless it was like, you know, in the newspaper. So I think there is a big, that's a good point, Lauren, social media and all of the news stations. It's just, it's hard to ignore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I guess that kind of brings up one, first of all, let me just preface this entire conversation of I, there's many areas in my life where things do not come this easy or I'm not this disciplined. (laughs) So I am by no means an expert or, you know, some, some saint and first and foremost, like all glory to God, you know? Um, but you guys just kind of brought up two things that did go through my head when it comes to this and I'll be the first to admit that I think a lot of this could be, but maybe not necessarily. Cause I do know a lot of people older than me that still struggle with getting sucked into <laughs> the, the outside noise via social media and the news. But one thing that just naturally comes easy for me because one, I'm not a TV watcher and two, I'm from a generation where I didn't grow up with social media and I didn't even have an email address until I was leaving for college. So I was, I kind of skipped over that. Those two things are really easy for me to not get sucked into. And I think that sometimes when I think about the tools that I use to support my inner peace, they might be viewed by an outsider as like, being naive or, you know, just kind of turning a blind eye to reality or stuffing things under a rug or being in denial. And I can totally see how it might appear that way. But I think that we as individuals are the only ones who know ourselves and what's best for us. So I don't think there's a one size fits all. And so, yeah, I'll just share a couple of things that work for me. Two of them being what y'all just said about, I really, stay away. I don't watch the media. And the only time I get on social media is I pop onto our podcast, Instagram here and there, um, just to look at literally a couple people. One, we follow one influencer ha- who has really good, um, recommendations on Amazon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that's awesome. So anyway, I, who, which one who's out. your favorite. There's actually two favorites. And now that you're putting me on the spot, I would have to go look, at their names. I don't even know. Is it living my best style? I think it's that you like that. She's Daryl, but no, I don't. Daryl, Daryl Ann. Ann, her family just moved from California to Dallas and she does, I've bought some stuff that she recommends and it's uh, a handful of stuff and it's solid recommendations, but there's another one. And I want to say she also lives in Dallas, but I cannot remember her name. I'll send it to y'all after. But literally, those are like the only two I don't even go and look at people that I know, because here's the other thing I keep in touch with my friends via phone, text and Marco Polo. And this is no, I don't mean this in a rude way at all. But anybody that I'm not actively talking to in my life is not to say that I don't care what's going on in their life. But I don't see a point in going and spending precious time of my life Looking at their life, if you know what I mean, their insta life, right? So I think just however that looks to everybody, I think any type of way to minimize all of that is makes a huge difference.
1: Yeah, and then so I will say for me t- a yeah. new thing for inner peace because because I agree with you, like less less media, less you know social media in general. I think can really grow and help your inner peace 1000%. One that's been helping me, I've always been really weird about like, I don't like devotion daily devotionals. I've always kind of like procrastinated with that and like kind of put it off. But lately I've been forcing myself to like, no, like, Do your daily devotionals. And, you know, even if it's just one chapter or, you know, one verse, whatever. And I will say that has literally changed my mindset in an instance. Like when I'm feeling horrible, having an awful day. On my death – no, not on my deathbed, but you know what I mean. Just like not doing good and then I'll do my little devotional and instantly my I have a mindset change, which mm-hmm. has overall helped my inner peace. And I know it sounds so simple and silly, but if you're a procrastinator like me or like you know don't like to do a da- something daily, it's worth it.
0: Yes. I love to hear yeah. you say that. Yeah. yeah. That makes me happy too. And I think that was another thing – that I wanted to touch on is just like anything else in life. That's hard. It takes commitment and it takes work. And so for me, that takes a daily (laughs) commitment that I just, it makes such a difference. And so, yes, Kristen, I think, and that was kind of the biggest thing for me and we've been open about it, but is just my faith. And, and setting that for me, it's in the morning, just a routine that is just talking to God and whether, and it doesn't have to be a huge thing. It could be a five minute meditation or whatever, but, but for me, it's not just that it's also throughout the day, just connecting with God and Jesus and talking to them as if I would one of you and just praising praise. I think praising God and giving him thanks, it turns wonders in our lives. And, and so I think that, you know, anytime that I, I I would give silly examples, but basically it's just turning our attention to him even throughout the day and thanking him for being our constant companion. You know, he is always there waiting for us and that's just the coolest thing in the world. And I think that it has a significant, reduction in any type of internal chaos going on. Um, And then I think the third kind of thing practice that I do all the time is walking through my worst case scenarios of whatever situation it is that is interrupting my inner peace. So for example, as you guys know, we've had some odd medical issues going on with our son. And so that this is just one, you know, example of many that is going on in all of our lives at any point in the day, but it's literally walking ourselves through myself through like, okay, so what is my worst case scenario? Why am I feeling uneasy about this? And it's just having that five minute conversation with myself of what is it that is really giving me this feeling inside? What is the worst case scenario? And what would that look like if that were to happen to come true And, and then just that practice kind of gets me over whatever anxiety or fear it is that I'm feeling. And again, that doesn't mean that I'm going into denial. (laughs) It doesn't mean that I'm ignoring the realities that could be, but I think it just goes along with our emotional side of our brain and our thinking side of the brain. And I think that The more that we do these little practices, the easier it becomes to train our brains to stay on that thinking side and just have a neutral mind instead of
1: rational. I think, it, you know, being rational. Oh, my gosh. Can I read this quote?
2: Because it's literally kind of what you're saying a little bit. And I was I had read it before we started. It said, as we think. We change the physical nature of our brain. As we consciously direct our thinking, we can wire out toxic patterns of thinking and replace them with healthy thoughts. It's from Dr. Caroline Leaf, but um, it was actually in my spiritual growth class I did with church. And I just, it's so true. The more you can rewire your brain and direct your thinking like you are doing, it just is so powerful in the long run because you'll do it more naturally the more you do do it.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I, I think that's how...
1: That, yeah, I mean, that I feel like. It also, yeah, it also relates to control, which it's so funny because I, I now more than ever, I've realized how much control is an illusion that we have any. It's just laughable at some times, like the amount of control I thought I had is just funny because I literally have no control over anything. And I think it plays into that. It's like once you let go of the illusion of having control over anything, because at the end of the day, you do not like you didn't, Lauren, you do not have control over, you know, health issues when it comes to God, like anything. Yeah. And when you can let go of that, it's honestly really freeing. In my opinion, like you can give things easier to God. Cause you're just like, listen, <laughs> nothing yeah. I can do, you know?
0: Well, and I, you know, some, I have some friends and they're like, okay, this all sounds great, but like how, <laughs> You know, like when you're in those moments where it's like you're just spiraling and spiraling, it's like how if this is new to somebody like how. So that's why I just wanted to share some like practical things that it, I literally stop myself in my tracks, you know, and mm-hmm. and have these conversations with myself. And so I think along with what you guys are saying, it's just, you know, practice, practice, practice. And it, it just becomes more more of a habit and and then i think the last thing that just comes to mind with this is our dad actually sent us a quote and i'm going to pull it up really quick so i don't get it wrong but it was about a 80 year old robert frost and he was asked in three words to sum up what he had learned about life and this is a pulitzer prize four time pulitzer prize winner who people would have thought would have given a colorful and poetic response. But his response was, it goes on. And this is coming from somebody who had lost both of his parents at a young age. He outlived four of his six children. He lost his wife. So the guy had some tragedy, right? And I think that that just was, well, it kind of stings. It personally, when it pertains to mom's death, you know, it still hurts a little bit it's just it's just the reality i think of life and it goes on and i think if we can keep that at the forefront of our brains too and just choose to believe in the midst of our hard times and our chaos and the trauma and sometimes in those moments it feels like it feels impossible to keep going it feels it feels like we're stuck it feels you know just all those feelings it feels too heavy and i think the more that we can Switch back over to the to that thinking brain, and just have the faith to believe that it's going to be okay, and it goes on, and that if you're like us, you believe that we have such a good God, and that there is going to be beauty from from every single hard thing that we go through and that there's pain, there's purpose in the pain. I know another thing
2: (laughs) I think that goes along with everything you're saying is just something that we've talked about in the past is just expectations and expectations of people. I think a lot of times the destruction of our inner peace can come even just in interpersonal (laughs) relationships, you know, where you let someone Mm -hmm. really rock you. Rock your day. And not to say you can't have feelings or get upset about things, but I think most people have high expectations for anybody that's around them. And they, I think we forget that we are in a broken world and every person is good and bad. And I feel like the world almost has these expectations of like everybody to be what they think they should be. And I'm just like, it's not possible. Right. Like we're setting everybody up for failure. We're all going to mess up. I mean, it's just like our podcast, you know, like we're all going to mess up. And I think it goes on like very large scales too. And yes, I know there are horrible people in the world and I'm not trying to excuse horrible things. I'm just trying to show that when you live in that place of like, everybody's horrible, like eventually I feel like you're going to be, I don't know how to explain it, like left alone.
0: Well, there's, Yeah. And I don't, I think at the end of the day, it's like just asking ourselves, what is this doing? It like, is this good for me? Is it good for others? Like, what's the benefit? And Megan, kind of what you were describing goes with that quote, that disappointment is the gap between that exists between expectation and reality. And I think, and mom taught us this, like in our marriages and our friendships and our churches and our workspace, like every single relationship in our life, in our world, in our media, you know, it's like, just we've, we need to drop the expectations because it does nothing for us. I'm
2: like, if you're going to have expectations, just have expectations that everybody is good and bad. (laughs) They're, they're never going to be perfect, you know? Well, it doesn't have to
1: be good or bad. It's just like we're human and we, you know, we're going to F up and we're going to make, you know, it's not that we had intentions to be bad. It's just exactly life, you know, so.
0: Yeah, um, I think it would be really nice if if
1: people could just assume the best
0: in people. And I know that's easier said than done, but I don't know. And for me, it again goes, I just like social media to me. I know there's so many great things with it. Yeah. I think with
2: social media is what I'm thinking about a lot too, because if you, there's a lot of that, like, okay, if you post about this or you post about that, then somebody could just think you are this type of person. So I think it's just a reminder to everybody to even, if you are watching people on social media, you don't know the whole story. You don't know what's going on. And what they're actually thinking right. so it's just kind of trying to let that go because I think people create their own you know animosity towards somebody story. or their own story when they don't always know the whole story and it's just back to what you talked about in the beginning like social media does make it really hard to to have inner peace yeah <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah and well, I don't know who's last... been through
1: more of that than Brandy I know
0: <laughs> yeah I don't know how she did that yeah, yeah. public figures yeah So, and then I guess just the last little thing that I'll share and a friend shared this, it's probably a known same, but it's like, it's not your backpack. And I think learning to navigate and, or just to distinguish when, you know, even with it, when friends are hurting or if whatever the situation is, like, is this your backpack to wear? Is this your weight to carry? Because. Most of the time it's not, and you're putting that backpack on yourself when nobody's asking you to. So that's just kind of another question that I ask for myself too. It's like, is this my backpack to wear? Now that doesn't mean that I'm not going to pray for that person or pray for that situation or, you know, there's other ways to support, but to take on the negative energy, it's not my backpack. Yeah. I like that.
1: Easier said than done. No, it's totally (laughs) definitely (laughs) takes practice. That's for sure. And it, but something really cool for me is, um, I get to practice it in my work, right. In my job, because I, you know, I'm dealing with people who are taking, you know, buying their biggest investment that they might ever make. Right. And so mm-hmm. it's very high stress. It's very, especially in our market now, I, I, I don't, I'm pretty sure the whole U.S. is in the same boat as it is here in Nashville, where it's just, you know, the market is just insane and people's mm-hmm. emotions are just very heightened. And so I'm having to, just exactly what you said. I'm having to go through that with clients like, Hey, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. I literally say this to my: cl- What's the worst that can happen? Will we still yeah, be okay? Yeah. You know, and it just shifts that mind to where you're in a complete panic to like call, you know, where you're thinking rationally, and it it does work. And I I almost do it better with clients than I do with myself. So <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> that's
2: how we all are. Like but, we're gonna teach. Yeah, we'll try to do as we teach. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, the best
1: way to learn is to teach sometimes they say, or I've heard, have y'all heard that? Yeah. I heard that. yeah. Um, okay. Cause I was like, but it's helping me learn it too. Cause I'm having to sit there and literally do this on a daily basis with people. So it's like, I'm getting better and better at it for myself, which has been amazing. I love um, that.
0: Yeah. Like what well. an opportunity to not only for the selfish benefits that come from that, but also just to share that with other people in the midst of a really stressful situation for them, yeah. right? And you know, I always like to say it's it's going to work out, and I know it's cliche and it can come across as dismissive, maybe, but whatever is meant to be will be, and I just really do believe in that, and I do believe in God's timing is just, yeah. Again, not not easy, but yeah, I, th- I think just believing in that truth is half the battle. You yeah. Know?
1: Love it. Was well, there any final like inner peace tips that y'all have? It could go with like self-care. I know we don't, I know Megan, you don't like the whole self-care thing, but.
2: What? I love taking Wait, care of that? myself. I uh, know. Yeah. I'm like, Megan's a pro at self-care. <laughs> Wait. I think you're thinking I just was. Like I went through a phase where I was really focused on like self-improvement and I realized it's not about self-improvement. It's about me and my relationship with God improvement. Got it. That's, That's what, what you're thinking was. of. Yeah, yeah for mm-hmm. sure. You can
1: access this now too. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's good.
2: I was just going to say, so it kind of leads into that. I think for me, the journey becoming closer to God, that has helped me more than any of the other things <laughs> with finding inner peace. Absolutely. And if you don't know Jesus and you've never read the Bible and you have no interest, I would push you just to learn about Jesus. Like, if you don't want to be part of a religion or a church, you know, I just start with learning about Jesus because I think his story alone can teach so much to all of us in general, but also about inner peace and what life's really all about. And I think people get so wrapped up in religion that they forget what the true story of Jesus is. And so it's like getting back Mm -hmm. to the basics of like, where did this begin? You know? And that would be, I think, I guess, I I don't know if that's a tip, but that's kind of the journey I'm still on. I think I'll be on for my whole
0: life is getting to know Jesus better. (laughs) Totally. And again, I think I just second Megan what, what you're saying is for me personally, it is that constant praise and worship of of God and Jesus every day that really is what in exchange gives me peace. And the coolest thing is that God gives us unconditional peace. And that is just like, it makes me giddy. I'm such a nerd, but it's just like, I'm so thankful for it because I don't know how I would get through this life without it. You know, I would be a much more sad, miserable person. And I don't like to be, that's the other thing is I, I don't like to be in a dark place. I like to be happy. So it's like, that motivates me to be like, okay, what can I do? And again, I am not this good at this in other areas of my life. So I have plenty of room to grow and In all areas, including this one, still, but inner peace, y'all. Yeah, tell us, um, send us
2: DMs of like what's worked with you for you on your inner peace, and we have some exciting guests coming up in the next two weeks too. So get ready for that. I guess that's it, guys.
0: Well, everybody, go meditate right now. (laughs) Do you want to say a prayer? Yeah. Thanks, Lulu, for always praying. (laughs) Yeah. Best. Dear God, thank you so much for your unconditional peace thank you for always loving us and always being there. And just remind us that there is no shame or guilt when it comes to a relationship with you. And if we're going through a slump where maybe we've been ignoring you and just not coming to you with with life, we know that we're forgiven and just remind us of that and that you're simply just joyous for us reaching out to you. And we just thank you for that constant companionship. And help a- each one of us and all of our listeners today that as we go about this next week, that we are constantly thinking about you. And anytime we feel that urge of stress or just all the uncontrollables of our days that that get our blood boiling, (laughs) just remind us to go to you and, and show us, show us your power and giving us inner peace. Thank you so much for loving us and for forgiving us. And we just love you. And we hope that our listeners have a wonderful week in Jesus name. We pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: And I wanted to add, because I just want people to know that inner peace is like a lifelong journey. I think I forgot to mention this. Uh And it's not something any of us feel every day. And I've, especially this last month, gone through some like horrible dark days. I just wanted to mention that,
0: but that's like what
2: we're striving for.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, we don't have this figured out. (laughs) and, And I think I did mention that even for somebody that it might come a little bit easier. Like this is something that I have to consciously consciously choose to do every single day. Like it's not something, it's not like you pass the finish line and boom, you have peace for the rest of your life. It is a marathon. It's yeah. Daily a daily practice, marathon. So. Yes. I just want
2: to make sure we said that. Well, I thank mean, you, I started
1: Lord. off with saying I'm walking chaos. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. You're
2: walking peace. yeah that's the goal that's the goal (laughs) yeah we'll just say it till it's true all right well y'all have a great week bye bye Bye. thank you for listening to another week of girl i slept in my makeup if you like us rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and if you want to learn more about us or get in touch with us go to our website girlisleptinmymakeup.com or you'll also find links to our Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it and yeah, make it a great week. God bless.